Hi, this is Erin Rain. Before I jump into Crashly, I want to say we have a new patron on our Patreon. Their name is Rosalind Spiegel, and we're so glad that Rosalind Spiegel is our new patron. That was me as Erin doing that thing. Hi, this is Crashly. So, the most embarrassing part about last week was that Adam mental dominion Paul into asking me out. Like, maybe he kind of wanted to on his own, but he definitely wasn't ready, so it probably wouldn't have been that special of a first date anyway. Which is why it's good that Mrs. Wexler called this weird demon thing to erase Paul's memory. I almost thought that they erased something from my memory, but I remember everything I always remembered, so probably not. Shaman and I then like went to drive Paul home, and let me tell you, that guy is a player. Yes, he was passed out, but he was like flirting with both me and Shamanda. Then Adam apparently found out his dad is the actual devil, and I guess he sold his soul to him. Nothing surprises me anymore. That kid turns into a grub regularly. And also, apparently the devil came and told Shamanda it was time to give up her soul. And I'm kind of freaking out because like, she's my best friend. And I think her soul is the only thing going for me because she's obviously extremely cool and mature. And I'm like a virgin who can't drive. Hello. That's why I love that old movie Clueless. So I hope she still wants to be my friend after she has no soul. And then Adam went to no, see, EJ went to Colestone and met a bunch of kids and he had the best day ever, I guess. I put, he put like 15 pictures of them on MySpace in like three hours, but whatever. It turns out those kids are definitely evil. And one of them was wearing a ghillie suit, so maybe he should have known that. Then it turns out Mrs. Wexler has an evil twin named Barb who came to the lair and gave her a bunch of backhanded compliments and tried to sell her Young Living essential oils. And then she also recently moved into a three-bedroom complex across the street from Mrs. Wexler's two-bedroom condo. It's crazy. I hope she doesn't cause any problems. Welcome to Mystery County Monster Hunters Club, where we use dice to tell a story of high school hijinks and cryptid conundrums. I'm Tyler Samples, your keeper of monsters and mysteries. Let's meet our players. Hi, everybody. I'm Rashawn Nadine Scott, and my character is Shamanda Felt the Crooked, and I have to say that my playlist is the best one. Hi, I'm Jeff Murdoch, and I play Adam Miller, the Monstrous, and uh, I got a new magazine called Daddy, and baby, I got issues. Hi, I'm Erin Rain. I play Crashly Grenadine the Flake, and I don't know what's so flaky about liking bad boys. Hi, everybody. I am Claire Linick. I play Susan Wexler, and yes, I am a twin, and yes, the movie Escape from Witch Mountain is loosely based after me. Hey, I'm Alan Linick, and I play C.E.J., the mundane, and I may not be the host with the most... But I am the most with a ghost. So, where we left off, Shamanda sits in her truck with Damon, her soul being collected. Crashly, meanwhile, is at Paul's house, who is unconscious. So, let's start off with Shamanda. Shamanda, Damon says, it's time, and he pulls your soul from you. Now, you are sitting there driving. Yeah, you feel just this this wrench of something... You know, from a direction, you know, if there's, you know, forward, back, right, left, up, down, from a seventh direction, you feel a tug and something is just gone. And that's the last thing you remember. You then wake up in your, what is it, a 73 Bronco? Is that what it is? Uh, Dodge Dart. 73 Dodge Dart in the ditch. (gasps) And you are having, 
you have some vague memories of the time in between. And the most specific one is, so you can remember, because you're in the passenger seat. So what? you realize that it seems like somebody else was driving the car and put it here because the car isn't crashed into the ditch. It's just driven onto the the embankment of the ditch. Like it and was you, placed there. Like it was placed there. Ooh. And you recall Damon sort of hovering over you and he says, okay, this is going to hurt a little bit, but I promise you it's so much better than the alternative. And you can see him pulling something out and you feel like you are... You feel like a balloon being blown up and somehow it is getting twice the amount of helium it's supposed to have as you are just being filled up past your endurance, past your breaking point. And something just shifts and something breaks and something changes and you're not quite the person you were. And that's when you passed out. You wake up. I really have no way to describe it to you other than this. You have two souls in your body. You have your soul and you have Adam's soul. And they oh. are stitched together. Oof. I am so sorry. And you can feel it. Like you can feel Adam's soul inside of you. Adam, across yeah. where you are, you are playing catch with Damon in the it's backyard. So, it's so fun. It's, it's so fun. great. And you see him. He catches the ball and he's holding it in the air and he's about to throw it back. And then he kind of pauses and he goes, "Up, oh, all right. So it's about time. This is going to feel awful in about three, two, whoa, and whoa, then." Whoa, whoa your head just like you just explode in pain. Oh, I thought I explode. Okay, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> and then after a moment you wake up, he's gone. It looks like a couple hours maybe have passed. Your mom is there. She has pulled you onto like a lawn chair in the, the backyard and she's just sort of sitting next to you and she's like, Hun, are you okay? Where's where's dad? Oh, um, I would prefer if you didn't call him that. Okay, let's stick with things the way they they were. Okay, I'm your mom, and 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 that's who you have. But but are you okay? Are you? I did I, he did he take it? I think so. I felt like my head exploded. Oh, that's odd. And the other thing, Adam, is you can feel Shamanda. You know exactly <sighs> where she's at. Oh. You can feel her in her car, and vice versa. So, this oh. is where we get into the mechanics of this. Shamanda, you have a new move that I am giving you from this as the caretaker of Adam's soul. Ooh. So, this is a move pulled from the Para-Romantic playbook for anybody who plays Monster of the Week. This move is called I Am Theirs and They Are Mine, which means you and Adam always know if the other is in danger. So, this one, this part goes both ways. Both you and Adam are always aware of each other's location and if somebody is, is is in danger. However, Shamanda, you have an additional part to this, which is if Adam is attacked, you can redirect that attack onto yourself. So you can take the hit that is intended for Adam. People hit him all the time. <laughs> yeah. Or if you are attacked, you can decide that Adam takes the hit. Instead. <laughs> so you can you can choose who takes the damage from an attack to either one of you. Now oh, here's the I feel thing: like we're the two that are always hit too. <laughs> <laughs> that is certainly true. Now here is the thing: there is a new thing on your sheet right under luck, and it's called soul bond. You currently your soul bond is five out of five. It is complete. Your bond, your souls are completely bound. Whenever you spend a luck point, your soul bond with Adam is going to weaken by one. Oh. So. Anytime you use this move, 
your bond will weaken either because you use a luck or because you choose to make Adam take the harm. Mm. Once it has gotten to zero, the bond is broken and the souls are disconnected. Whoa. What happens then? And you know, Shamanda, you have one final whisper in your head, which is, I am entrusting you with something very important. You keep my son safe. You break this bond, and I will literally bring hellfire down on you. Because if this bond breaks, so does he. Do I do I hear this too, or just you? Shemanda? You do not. You don't uh, know this part. Only Shamanda does, and it is just in Shamanda's, like not even your ear, just inside your brain, is a directive, which is if you you have within you the power to keep Adam safe or to make Adam break. And it is solely under your control, and that control is keeping this soul bond safe. So you hold Adam's future literally inside you. And I still have to go to school? (laughs) But you still have to go to school. Adam, something has changed for you. Your soul is out of your body. Your soul is, is removed. You wake up. It's I would say it's probably like 4.30 in the afternoon at this point. The sun's still out and everything, and it hurts. The sun does. Oh, yeah, that's right. Your vulnerability to light has gotten worse. So whereas before, if you just took harm from light, it would do additional damage. Now it's you will have a negative one anytime you are exposed to light. Okay. If you are out during the daytime, you have a negative one on all rolls unless you find some way to to mitigate it. And if you are completely surrounded or bound by light, you have to act under pressure to restrain your powers. So... Oh, from like turning into... Yeah, the more light you're exposed to, the more you have a compulsion to turn into a caterpillar oh. or a, a moth if you eventually get there. Oh my gosh. Is it date right now? Or It is. Oh, I, got, I go back inside. I'm like, this sucks. I have a migraine, mom. Oh, hun, do you, oh, do you want do you want something? I can make you some pizza rolls or get you some Tylenol or Could you make me like a, a full body suit or something that I can wear constantly? Do you want like a costume, hun? Yeah, I, but not like too costumey. Like maybe like um a big black hoodie and like uh, some big Jordan, like some pants and you know what? Maybe we should go to Lids and I should get a hat. Oh, hun, are you allowed back in there? Well, no, but you are. Okay, fine. Your mom helps you get in the car and drives over to Lids. You sit in the running car outside while she goes in and she buys you a hat. She yeah. she seems your mom seems incredibly guilty right now. So you're you're whatever you ask for, your mom is doing. She hasn't oh my asked, gosh. the other thing is she hasn't asked about C E J once. Like she hasn't mentioned him, she hasn't done anything. Her this is like you are experiencing what you assume it must be like to be CEJ around your mom, or she is just waiting on you hand and foot. This is Isn't awesome. Isn't that the kid who pisses in hats? <laughs> no. No, you're thinking of my cousin CEJ. He pisses in hats. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Just a guy this... on the street. <laughs> hey, how about you just bug off, all right? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't be so hostile, young man. Smile. Honey, are you going to let him talk to you like that? Are you going to let him? That's just a kid. Are you going to let him talk to you like that? Honey, I'll fight a kid another day. Let's just go to the movies and have a good time. And Adam, yeah, I'm go going to the movies. Adam, <laughs> roll, act under pressure. Okay. 
Oh God, it's two ones. <laughs> okay, Adam. <laughs> Adam, you. I, so it's one one. I need you to roll charm. Okay. Roll plus charm. So, so I add charm to this. No, no, just a separate roll now. Okay. All right. Honey, this kid uh, is gonna piss in a hat. Just, okay. Just this by one, looking at. Uh, okay. Okay. So I'm down two charm because I'm still guilty. I assume because uh-huh. nothing good has happened. It's an eight though. You have you uh, without intending to. You cast mental dominion on this guy. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> uh, where's the guy? And I believe what you said is, yeah, you go to the movies. <laughs> so the guy is like uh, completely compelled to go to the movies. Huh. Honey, and you can get the biggest popcorn you want on oh. me. Oh, yeah, hi. you better pay for it all. Oh, thanks, kiddo. Okay. <laughs> do I know I cast? I think you do. I think okay. so. Oh my! I God. mean, it's up to you. You can tell me if it's more interesting to you that you don't. Um, I think I'm half and half. Where I'm like, mm. did something happen? But clearly, nothing different happened. So I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You're just not sure. I think I also grab my mom's sunglasses and put them on, and they're like really big. Yeah, and it actually it helps a little bit. Okay. So yeah, if you find ways to, I'm not gonna to specify what it is. You'll tell me if what you do to to sort of limit how much the exposure, your light exposure is. But this isn't going to be a thing where I'm going to like insist yeah. that you are always negative. You'll just have to find some way in fiction yeah. to cover. I will say, I think in general, I'm going to start wearing a lot of dark clothing. So yeah, I'm like faux goth. Very, I love it. Now we're going to cut over to Crashly. Crashly, you are at Paul DeBello's house. He, you, oh. and, you and you uh, and Shamanda showed up with him. He was unconscious, and you didn't encounter like parents there. There was his older sister there, who is a college student who seemed to be home for the weekend, and she was like, "Whatever, I don't, I don't care who you are. Just take him to the the rec room in the back." And it's a fairly large house. You take him through. Shamanda helps you set him down on a couch. And then Shamanda just leaves. I assume fairly quickly. I don't know. But Shamanda, why is it that you bail on Crashly at Paul's uh, house? Um, I left because I was downloading some music onto uh, my computer. And it should be done in 11 hours. It's coming up on that. <laughs> yeah. Your LimeWire is is <laughs> clocking through and you're you're ready to get it. So yeah, Shamanda leaves you alone, Crashly. I guess my question is, do you try to keep Shamanda there with you, or do you let her go freely? Um, I think I let her go just because I, yeah, I just want this to be chill and like innocent. Great. You are yeah. alone in Paul DeBello's rec room with him. He is sleeping on the couch. What do you do with yourself? Um, I'm going to just turn on the TV. Um, I want to see if Simple Life is on because I really like that <laughs> show, but nobody else likes to watch it with me. Um, but I find it like a little bit aspirational because they're best friends. So uh, I'm going to see if that's on. Is it? It is. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> Great. You watch like three episodes. It's a okay. it's a. Oh gosh, what is the word when there's a bunch of shows on TV? A marathon. A marathon. A marathon. The yeah. one where she pours bleach on the uh, the pool table. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And yeah, you watch. He doesn't really change. I mean, 
Paul's had a truly horrible day. So he's like between healing and and getting hit again and everything else. Like he he looks to be out for the long haul. I kind of want to look around his rec room and like investigate, see if I can figure out what's going on with him. Sure. Hanging around us so much. Yeah, so you're kind of snooping around, looking through his stuff. Why don't you roll plus sharp, and we'll have this be investigative mystery. Okay, great. Let's snoop, crash or, away. Or really, actually, let me do this, because I'm tweaking how investigative mystery works. You okay. can go ahead and ask what You don't need to roll yet. You can ask me any questions. If I think the answer isn't obvious, then I will make you roll. But if it's okay. an obvious answer, you don't need to roll for it. I'll just tell you what it is. So okay. what what questions do you have? What are you looking well, for? Like, I'm looking for his like his computer, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you find it. It's there. It's a pretty nice Dell. I want to see if he's logged into the board so I can see like his messaging history. He is not. He looks to practice pretty good computer security. So it looks like he's signed out. Well, I want to try to sign in. I'm like pretty decent at hacking, aka guessing people's passwords. So (laughs) Okay, um, so this would be a we'll we'll say this will be an investigative mystery. If you okay. succeed at it, I won't make you, you won't need to ask about the password, but we'll say succeeding at it will get you into the computer and then you can ask your questions from there. And it's plus two. Uh, I rolled a 10. Great. Yeah, you do figure out his password. I mean, it is pretty simple. It's just 96-T-O-O-F-G-I-B. Hmm. It's just yeah. his username backwards. Yeah. Kind of a classic. Yeah choice but yeah you log in you're you have his complete cryptid forum user history in front of you okay so i want to go to his private messages because i i did witness the whole like you know susan freaking out about uh him messaging someone so i want to see if i can like see yeah i just want to see who he's been talking to yeah and you see a bunch of messages from i mean what's barb wexler's online username Oh, nice honey, um, cool mom. <laughs> so, so he has a bunch of messages from nice honey, cool mom. Yeah, back and forth, and reading through it. I mean, yeah, there, this it, it is pretty clearly she kind of keys him into Susan Wexler as somebody to be of interest. She starts to to say like, you know, I've heard that she, about the Mothman and that Susan is tied up with the Mothman somehow. There's a lot of like, it's very subtle, but it is sort of pushing him towards being being convinced that like Susan Wexler is a bad influence on the people of Mystery County and is a hypocrite that she's, she basically informs him that she is supposed to be there to fight monsters, but is actually secretly using monsters or harvesting monsters or working with monsters. It, the The story kind of shifts constantly, but is setting him up for it. And then from there being like, you know, you really need to really the only way to stop her is to take some of her power away. We need to get some of those books. Oh, okay. Well, so this isn't a huge surprise because obviously on the boards, I know nice honey, cool mom has been saying that Barb was, tied up with the Mothman. Um, but I thought it was, you know, whatever, um, kind of dumb. But I, this book thing is kind of worrying. So actually, I'm going to leave a note for Paul mm-hmm. in my normal nice handwriting. That's just like, cool. Thanks. You're, uh, you're welcome. I got you home safe. 
are you hypoglycemic? Maybe. Um, <laughs> let me know if you need anything. Here's my email address. You can find me on the boards. Um, I'm going to go take care. Bye from Crashly. Great. Yeah. You you do. And as you're walking away from Paul's computer, you hear a, like a boop-boop. And you see he has an encrypted message mm. on... Uh, on like Encrypted. like an AIM style uh, chat. Is it ICQ? It is ICQ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, but it's encrypted I'm ICQ. It. I'm going to check it. What oh, is it. And by encrypted, I just mean it looks like a ciphered message. Obviously, it's not that it. ICQ has like <laughs> some super intense security protocols at that point. So ju- there's a cipher message there. Okay, what does it say? Well, this is going to take some time. So okay. you can you can definitely crack this. You're the flake. You you are good exactly at things like this. So yeah. this isn't something you're going to need to roll, but it will take a little bit of time to do. So you could write down the message and crack it later, or you could try to stay here and crack it here. I'm going to try to stay here and crack it because I okay. don't think the book thing is a huge emergency. Crashly, you break the cipher, and what you see is a simple message that just says, thank you for volunteering. You have been accepted as a member of the Great Internet Mersenne Prime Search. Whoa. Further details to follow. Excited to work with you. And then it's signed Dr. Brian Einajar. Okay, I'm writing that down, obviously. and then. Here's what I want to do. I want to... Okay. How did he receive this? Via some kind of encrypted ICQ? It was like a ciphered ICQ message. Okay. I want to um, figure out his ICQ password so that I can sign on to it at home. Okay. So I can intercept these messages. You hear behind you, Paul Stirring. Okay. So, uh, you... Yeah can you can try to he is waking up so i think that would be an act under pressure move yeah for sure to try to 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 see if you get it or not so roll plus cool if you want to continue to try to oh i do i do Uh oh oh crap what's my cool oh i got a five okay the computer shuts down and you look over and you see the, the cord has been plugged and Paul says, what the hell are you doing? What are you doing here, Crashly? And what are you doing on my computer? Wait, didn't you see the note I left? Did you read it? It's kind of long. No, I saw you sitting in front of my computer. That's my computer, Crashly. Yeah, I was checking to make sure you didn't swallow what your What am I even doing here? What's vomit? going on? You passed out. You passed out at the lair. And then I brought you home. I thought maybe you like got hypoglycemic or had asthma. Oh my God, did you guys beat me up or something? Because the last thing I remember is Susan asking who I was talking to on the boards. Uh huh. And then. And then. Oh my God, did you guys beat me up? So do you remember the lust demon? Yeah, of course I remember the lust demon, and it was inside you, and then you yeah. beat the the crap out of me. Yeah, that's what happened. I beat you up, and I'm really sorry, but that was the lust demon, and then you passed out, right. and I had to bring you here. 
Right, but I passed out, but then I woke up, and then you guys were asking me a bunch of questions, and then, yeah. but then Sometimes what happened after that? Because you might have a little bit of a traumatic brain injury, and that is not a linear path. So sometimes you might pass out and then wake up and get asked some questions, and then the <laughs> questions are like, oh no, it's a lot of information, and then you pass back out. I think that's what happened, and I'm being totally serious right now. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to do it until you said I'm being totally serious. <laughs> Roll plus charm. This is going to be keep your secret. Okay. Um, I got a five. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So he is going to totally misread your. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So Grant this is. Get arrested so on a miss, he totally misreads your intentions. Pick one from below and take an emotional condition. So either this adds to a rumor that's been going around about you, or he thinks you want something from him, which he doesn't have, or he's going to lock you into your excuse with an obligation. I don't know that that last one necessarily applies to this, but I think it's got to be the second one. And I think he thinks that I, I think he somehow is like sussing out this crush and thinks that I'm like trying to ingratiate yeah. myself to him. Totally. I agree. Yeah. And so he's like, okay, listen, Crashly, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not operating at my best. So I, I don't know how to do this in like a gentle way, but like you're being kind of gross right now because like I don't have any interest in you. Okay. And you're uh, coming on strong and, and, and like you're not reading like, I don't even really know you. And the last thing you did was beat me up. And that's not a place for any sort of relationship. And even on top of that, I don't have any interest and I can't make that more clear to you. So I am sorry, but like you, you're not really giving me a lot of choice in this. I don't want you here and I am not interested in pursuing a relationship with you. Could you please leave my house now? Wow. Okay. Um, Crashly's feeling pretty insecure right now. <laughs> Crashly says out loud. And then, uh, um, so Crashly is going to, I'm just, I'm going to try to, <laughs> this isn't even that funny. I'm going to try to take impulsive action. Just try to be impressive. And I'm just going to try. <laughs> it's not even that funny. Oh no. I'm just <laughs> picturing myself trying to do some um like backflips out the door <laughs> and I, I don't know how to do gymnastics oh, so no. i'm just like oh, really no. harried and like trying to do like just be like cool i'm cool that's fine i mean Catch on the flippity flip and then as i say flippity flip i try to flip honestly i i'm not gonna make it worse for you but that does not you do not feel any less insecure okay oh, yeah. no. <laughs> you do that it does not make he's just like he actually, what it does, you know, you do it or whatever, and he goes, oh, Crashly. And he goes over and he opens the door for you, and he's like, just get out of here. Let me catch you on the flip, but he flip. And as you're flip, trying to flip away, he just says, Stop. And leave me alone on the boards from now on. Let's oh, stick to no. different threads. And Crashly, here is what I'm going to oh, say. Doing no. this, the doubling down everything. Oh, no. As you flip away, one of your past lives comes to the fore. Oh, no. oh. Okay. God damn it. So okay. you tell me, you tell God us who who comes forward. Who most who in all of your past lives most connects to this moment of intense awkwardness and insecurity? 
Oh, yeah. Um, this is Janice. And Janice was uh, died young. She'd attempted to join the a beatnik group, <laughs> and they did not want her around because she didn't have any rhythm. And uh, she, well, she does, she's here now. <laughs> she's here. Um, she's she's like, where's my beret? I wear it, and it makes me look very cool. Uh, I'm, I'm 26 years old, and um, <laughs> trying to hit the bongo drums, but so I'm just like slapping my own thighs and not in rhythm, and I'm like, howl, howl. I don't know the rest of it, but it's a good piece of poetry, and it's cool. Great. Where is uh, Janice headed to? In t- I mean, Janice finds herself in sort of a sleepy street in a residential area of a small northern town there must be a coffee shop around here like a cool one <laughs> this one i might be able to this place doesn't look so fancy i might be able to fit in pretty well here great yeah so you're on your way to go find a coffee shop to try a to cool do one a cool yeah. one yeah now what would what what is a not cool one to janice oh um a not cool coffee shop would just be like that's like like a di- a diner's not cool okay because yeah. I think what Janice finds is a Starbucks. No, this is cool. No, this <laughs> is cool. Now, this is what I call wow we Okay. <laughs> hey, folks and cats and foxes around here. You want to hear my two sing around that? <laughs> oh, my they God. They don't hear it, I don't think. Yeah. We're going to cut over CEJ. Oh, why? You had a great day. And so just to be clear to everybody, these times are not syn- synchronous with each other. You guys are all experience. We're experiencing where is most relevant to your individual character story, but you guys are in different times. So CEJ, it is tomorrow from the perspective of the people we've just been talking about. You had a great night or a great day. You went home. It was kind of nice because like Aunt Diane really gave you a ton of space, which she normally does not. Like she, You made your own dinner, which you never get to do. She seemed really preoccupied with Adam, who was in the backyard, and then they went on like a shopping trip and stuff. And it, I don't know, maybe he's sick or something, but he also just the two of them were kind of having like a a, a parent child evening, and and you just didn't interrupt it. See ya. <laughs> yeah. So you went up to your little attic bedroom. I assume it's the attic. Actually, <laughs> I don't know that that's true, but it feels accurate to me. Um, and in the morning you wake up and you know what, CEJ, you've got one thing burning in your mind. You've got something you need to do. And you know what that is? You need to go get some new pants from old Navy. Ooh. I cannot shake this feeling like my pants have been holding me down. Cause if you'll remember <laughs> you tore, you've torn your pants up a bunch of times. Yeah. And they're all wet and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and you, I think I gave away the chain at one point. Yeah. They're they're in rough shape, and I want to be clear. This is not a compulsion. This is just me saying. I think CEJ would totally be like, I have a regular day. I want to go to Old Navy and get some new pants. If you disagree, you can do something else. But it strikes no. me as something that CEJ would definitely want to do. I want some pants, and I want them big. <laughs> Great. So CEJ, you. It's a Sunday afternoon. You're going to make your way over to the Old Navy. It's by the outlet mall part of town. And you're, well, how are you getting there? I guess, are you driving the, well, the Sherwin, yeah, because the Sherwin-Williams van 
Crashly wrecked it, but it didn't get totaled or anything. So you still have the van. Are you driving over or are you walking or how are you getting there? You know, it's such a nice day. I think I'm going to slap on my blades and (laughs) get out that way. Great. Yeah, you you do. I mean, blading is hard in the uh, north. For some people. For some people, for sure. And this is not a skill-related thing. It's just in a northern town... The the winter summer cycle it wrecks hell on a sidewalk. So, but you're going over those bumps. You're doing great. And as you you get about halfway, and you look over and you see they're hanging out. Your three of your newest friends, Joel, Cynthia, and Jeremy, are hanging out just right on the path, right right on your way to Old Navy. Whoa! Hey, CEJ, that's him, guys. It's our friend, CEJ, oh, my dudes. What's up? Uh, you. Wait, where's Come Jeremy? On. Right here, dude. I said, what's up? Oh, my gosh. You were so cool. heavily camouflaged. Dude, I know this... it's so cool. Eagle, Eagle Scouts, yeah. Hey, it's check cool. it out. I'm wearing that hat you gave me. It looks good. I almost couldn't see your whole head. Hey, speaking of clothes, <laughs> I'm about to hit up the old Navy, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, hi, yeah. Hi, hi, That's yeah. awesome, man. Ooh, I hear they're building a new Navy, hey. but... <laughs> Fun nice day. one. Oh, and they're nice very dude. excited about Old Navy. They're really into going to Old Navy with you. <laughs> Why wouldn't you be? Woo! I mean, I yeah. would love to get some. Absolutely. Hey, have you heard of this I new could. shoe they're going, developing called too. Crocs? Like what? Like an- how do you know about developing shoes, what? dude? You're the coolest man. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Yeah, I am pretty cool. Did you hear about those new shoes that they got called Heelys? I got a pair on right now. Oh, what? what do they do? Watch this. And I kick out the little wheelies. <gasps> so tight. Whoa! They're just like my blades, but also Whoa! like my shoes. Hey, what size shoe do you wear, CEJ? Uh, nine. I have an extra pair, and they're size nine. What? Are you yeah. trying to say that I can borrow Whoa! your wheelies, like, right now for a trip to the Old Navy? I'm saying you can have them, man. Wow. Joel like pulls out a pair of... A size nine Heelys. Wait, like, what? What do you mean? You want me to? CJ, I want you to look look down for a second. How many feet do I have? <laughs> Two. And why would I need four <laughs> when I'd rather give a pair to my best friend? <gasps> what? Hey, sorry, guys. it came out like this. You're my best friend, CJ. You're my best friend. I I take the shoes like gingerly, like they're like they're a baby, uh, and I I hold them in my hands for a second, and I fiddle with pulling the wheel in and out of the back. It's so easy, honestly. Um, and I look down, I look back up at all of them, and I'm like, guys, I I think you're my best friends too. You're the most, and this is gonna sound like a a, a jab, but I mean it truly, truly as a compliment. You're the most normal. Decent kitty kids I know in this neighborhood. I'm crying, my dude. Like, yeah. I'm crying right now. I don't hear I'm also yeah. crying. Yeah. It, and if good. I learned anything from Jackass 3D, yes. it's that it's okay to cry. That's right. That's right. Dude. Oh, oh man. Yeah. What was that your be, favorite level? level? And as you guys continue <laughs> to talk about it and go on, and you feel like like fully accepted uh, CEJ. You no longer there's just no way you could feel insecure right now. Like they're working you up so so big so good. 
you lose insecurity as a condition. You're back to you're back to feeling great in the world. Back, also, baby. from sleep, you are you lose. You're going to go to scuffed. You just have some light damage to yourself, but more more or less, you're back to to feeling pretty good. Um, so you just have one harm currently. Ooh, that's the healthiest I've been since probably our first episode. Yeah, yeah the gooch. Yeah, Susan, we're going to get to you in a second, but before that, I want to cut back <laughs> over to Crashly. Crashly, uh, <laughs> af- or should I say, Janice? The Starbucks employees <laughs> have asked you multiple times to leave. This is a familiar feeling. <laughs> but also, the other thing is, this is in Mystery. This is in Haverford, in Mystery County, Superior. And Superior is a place full of beatniks and weirdos and hippies and freaks of all flags. And so, honestly, a lot of people fucking love it. They love what oh. you're doing. They love your your stuff. There's a lot of like. Uh, burnouts here and people who moved here because they just couldn't fit into normal society. So you're getting a lot of like finger snaps, some people using the the little round tops as drums to drum for you. And will you just give us the last like few lines of your final poem? I woke up from the dead and you don't know how that feels, but I know how it feels because I woke up from the dead. My name is Janice <laughs> and this is what I have to say. Give me an espresso the Italian way. And now I'm going to sick. And I'm going to scat. Skiddly bolly diddly doddly fiddly bolly fat. Why is she so much better than Crashly? Right at that moment, Crashly comes back. Oh, oh no. So right at that, Crashly pops back in and, and oh. Janice just loses her hold. Fat. <laughs> Uh, hey oh oh <laughs> nice work Hi. yeah really Thank good job you. oh thanks thanks what the heck am i doing here oh um thank you uh wow i'm not allowed to drink espresso any you, you see next to you three cappuccino empty cappuccino cups oh gosh i think i did i think i did i think i had some of that i'm going to run around the starbucks three times <laughs> And as you do, you feel a buzz from your pocket. Uh, your phone is buzzing again. Ah! Oh, it's my phone. Okay. <laughs> uh, what is it? What well, is it? I'm looking at it. Crashly, you, <laughs> I think, through all of the chaos of what has been going on today, you just really have not had a moment where you have looked at your phone, but you've been aware that your phone has been buzzing from, like, because your phone's on silent. Yeah. Buzzing from text messages and phone calls a lot. Uh-huh. And they're all from the same person. Uh-huh. Your mom. Oh, no. And the last that you saw your mom was they're this here. morning when you woke up and cut all of her bangs off. And she has her big yeah. presentation tomorrow <laughs> in Ohio you did that and you walked out of the house and you told the housekeeper, I believe his name is Jared. Yes, Jared. You told Jared that Paula Grenadine was just going to have to deal with it and you apologized to him. But, and then you just sort of walked away. And that's the last that it's been. What is the most recent text message from Paula Grenadine on your phone? Um, it says, get your little behind back to this house immediately yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's nothing fun she's not fun right do you or do you choose not to 
how many text messages it looks like there's 48 um that's correct i'm gonna wait till it's like even 50 and at that <laughs> point i'll go <laughs> great how long does it take for those other two messages 15 to come more in? seconds yeah they're so just immediately go. it's just exclamation points yeah great so you head home yeah you don't live that far from the starbucks in uh haverford so you pretty shortly you see your mom's house it's in a i i have to assume a gated community yeah which well, is really superfluous in a tiny a town farm, like this but oh right so you're right it's a farm but there's a gate around the farm so it's a gated community <laughs> of one family <laughs> even worse and jared yeah. yeah and you see you see her car there I'm I'm kind of curious for you because you've given us some details on your mom and your relationship with your mom. I kind of want you to set the scene for us on this. What what is this like? Like what are you walking into? What's the vibe? How much trouble do you think Crashly is in? Crash is in a lot of trouble. You could t- cut the tension with a knife. I mean, there was one time where I like used her fingernail clippers and put them in the wrong bathroom. There are four in this farmhouse. And she was mad at me for like two weeks and I was grounded because she couldn't find it. And so she takes her appearance very seriously. So by the time I get to her, she obviously has like a blunt bob. She has had it fixed, but it's not the style that best fits her angular face. So she's pissed. <laughs> and yeah. she's sitting in a wing chair um, in a, an all white suit with this like b- blunt bob that is not flattering for her facial structure. And She's just like waiting for me, like Doctor Evil. I think she just starts with, "What was going through your mind?" I was possessed. I'm sorry. I was possessed by a lust demon. I was really, really angry. Is this a shopping thing? Are you? Are you? Have you been? Have you been going to group? I haven't. I've been going to group. I haven't been shopping in like. Uh, like days and days, I haven't chopped at all. You you have been going to group. Yeah, totally. So if I call your group. sponsor, they'll tell me that you've been going to group. Yeah, I'm sure they'll tell you I'm going to group. Mom. Now, here's the questions I have. Have you been going to group? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who is your sponsor? Emily. Okay. Your mom looks at you and says, "It's funny because I called Emily actually, and I and I asked her exactly that, and she said she hasn't heard from you in a month, Crashly, a month." Well, I've been going to group in recent months. It's just been about a month since I went. Like, time is really fluid when you're a 14-year-old girl who's been possessed by a lust demon. Okay, these flights of fancy are... I I don't know what to do with you, okay? I I don't know... Why don't you make me get a job when I'm eight years old, Mom? I did, and it helped for a while, didn't it? Didn't you like being a kid detective, honey? Didn't you? Didn't you enjoy how everybody? <laughs> you were in the paper all of the time. You know, when you solved the case of the missing bike, when you when you solved the the case of the multicolored gum, of honey, course, that felt amazing. But I could have done that without it being professional. It could have just been a hobby, and then it would have been something I loved. But no, you had to make it a career, mom. So you're telling me that you're telling me that that this this haircut is is my fault? Yeah, you oh. raised me, so everything I do is your fault. Oh, okay. The fact that you burned out from kid detectiving and developed a shopping addiction—that was my fault. Yes, obviously that's your fault. I could, like, yeah, 
If you weren't my therapist and I had a good therapist, they could probably tell me how. I am a great therapist. <laughs> you take that back. I am a great therapist. Great therapists don't have to say, I'm a great therapist. They just <laughs> do it. They just do a good job. <laughs> uh, okay, so here's what we're going to do. Crashly, throughout this, you're, so you're dealing with this. You are kind of coming at your mom. I think... You get, here's here's how we're going to do this. This is going to be a role, Crashly, and you get to decide. Either you're trying to get her to do something you want, which would be manipulate someone, or you're yeah. trying to hurt her feelings, which would be kick some ass. I'm Obviously, trying, not physically, but emotionally. I know I'm trying to get her to do what I want. And I what really is that? Just let me off the hook. Okay, so no punishment. Yeah, you've given a pretty good reason for it, which is you believe it's her fault. So yeah. go ahead and roll plus charm. I rolled an 11. Wow. Okay. So this is going to be, so she's going to do what you want or reveal the easiest way that you can convince her. And what you want is for her to let you off the hook. Yeah. She, she sits there and she looks at you. She looks furious. And then you notice there are, she's like, like so angry in her face. And then you see tears starting to fall down her cheek. And she's just like, I, ju- I don't, I never, I don't know what to, okay, this isn't a thing I know how to, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing wrong, Crashly. I don't, I don't know what I, and she just full on breaks down, has a complete meltdown, is just crying. And she's like, I, I, I'm trying so hard for you. I just want so many great things for you. And everything I do, it just seems like you go in a different direction than, than the one I expected for you. And I feel like I. Uh, you're right. I'm letting you down. And she's just like going and going on about like. I'm going to give her a hug and just be like, mom, it's okay. I'm not a Tamagotchi. You can't necessarily tell what I'm going to do just from your basic inputs that you decide are a good idea. It's not really your fault. Everything I do just then- a lot of it is, but I forgive you. But if it's not my, you know, I'm teaching you the behaviors that you're supposed to be using in the world and you're just, and these are what what is producing. And, and honey, why aren't you going to group? Well, I've just been really busy recently with my hobbies from school and also from, you know, doing the job that you wanted me to do. I, I wouldn't say I totally burnt out. I had a case like this week and I've been really busy with it for Dennis. Remember Dennis? From the from the camp? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, so, so you're I, detecting again? Yeah. Big time. <sighs> Honey, that's great. I I, yeah. I had no idea. Uh, oh, do you want some... And she's starting to like rub the tears up. Do you want some new business cards or... Uh, sure. I, I could take some new business cards. Yeah. And, you, you know, know... They could say teen detective now. You know, they don't have to say kid. They could say teen... Could, as a joke, could they just say Monster Hunter? <laughs> <laughs> wow. What an imagination. You get that from your dad. Mine is oh. mine is a blank wall, but you have <laughs> so many thoughts. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. I'm going to... Jared? Jared, I need you to take a business card order. And she calls. Uh, and yeah, you are off the hook. Your mom nice. completely does it. And you get some business yes. cards. So they say Crashly Grenadine Monster Hunter. Yeah, they're purple. That's dope. Get the kind, yeah. 
Speaking of that, we're going to cut over to Susan Wexler, our most senior Monster Hunter. Susan, let's see, the last that we left things off was Barb had walked out of the tunnel that she had magically installed between your lair and her three-bedroom condo. Uh, what did you do once she left? Um, well, I started taking inventory of the books that I knew were missing, and I started looking in the newspaper for four-bedroom apartments. <laughs> uh, great. Yeah, you find a couple. They're definitely outside of your uh, your your means in terms of comfort. You can afford it, but it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. Or you could obviously also dip into using some magics to try to to sweeten the pot in terms of either giving yourself additional monies or the other option would be, you know, charming the landlord into giving you a sweetheart deal. Right, right. Well, yeah, yeah. I would never do any of that. I just want to say that. Mm-hmm. And while your books are gone, I'm going to say you are going to take a negative one on use magic Ooh. rolls until you get your books collected or new or replaced. Okay, so weird is down. Okay. So, yeah, your your weird is a little bit affected by it. Um, but yeah, you find some, you set up some, some uh, sort of um, apartment or condo look throughs with a local real estate agent. And you find, yeah, about half your books are gone. Like key volumes. It's up to you to tell us what areas of lore Barb took from you. Well, I mean, I would say, she took a lot of the like more spell heavy ones. She seemed to seem like research for cryptoid because she's never been very good at like the kind of research stuff. She saw what I would call the glamorous ones, mm-hmm. but that would be very helpful for me. And I hate to say it. She took the second draft of my novel. Oh, and what's your novel called? <laughs> what's the working uh, title? It's called, uh, um, <laughs> monster girth. Monster Wait, is this is this a romance novel? It is a romance novel, but let me take a crack at a more subtle title. <laughs> no. No, no, no. No, I can do it better. I can do it better. It's I think that's do, is that true? Do you think you can do it better? Because that sounds pretty perfect to me. That sounds like what the I most Susan Wexler. I can't the cover of Monster. I wanted Earth. something a little more subtle than that, but I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word can you give us can you give us like the log line of what monster I, again it's just the working title it's not your final title it's just like your pet title for it but what the like log line for monster girth is uh the screams are coming from inside no and i realize i'm i meant a little bit more like what's the premise like what's your what's the the like the one or two sentence pitch for the oh, book so you're saying i didn't deliver I need no no you, you delivered well and beyond what i was i was looking for you did so much more than i, I needed i'm sweating so bad the microphone is falling out of my hand this is awful um i, I need this, this has to be written now for the patreon yeah. 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 If you guys percent. give me three dollars, just one of you needs to give me three dollars. <laughs> I will write this full novel as a joke. 
Oh, I'll be that Patreon. Uh, honestly, yeah, I might I'll pay me five. <laughs> so it's going to sound familiar to some people, but I want you to know it's very different. And it's not basically at all. It's about a young ingenue monster hunter who finds herself in love with one of the monsters she's supposed to be killing. <laughs> and it's not about anybody. It's not based off of anything. It just kind of came to me in a dream. <laughs> oh, gosh. What is it about? Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, I love it. Yeah, she Barb took that. Barb took that novel. Damn it, Barb! I'm furious. Mm-hmm. She's definitely going to start posting it online, chapter by chapter. Ah! <laughs> so, yeah, I I imagine then Susan, you're kind of just cleaning up, sort of licking your your metaphoric wounds the rest yeah. of the night. Is there anything else you're doing? Um. The best way for me to self-soothe is I've kind of gotten into scrapbooking recently, and I do not want to tell you how much some of these sticker sheets cost me, but I find it to be very calming. Great. But anytime it gets to a photo of Barb, she's cut out of them. <laughs> of course. Absolutely. So you, your night passes without an incident. It's the next morning you wake up uh, at your customary 6 a.m., presumably back at your own condo at this point, or do you stay at the lair? Um, I'm back at my condo. And Susan, you you hear something on the scanner. So you have a scanner, uh, a police scanner. Now, obviously, Mystery County doesn't have police. They abolished the sheriff's department, and Haverford is similarly doesn't have a police department. So, but what they do have is the Cramos, the Crisis Response and Mediation Officers, at which everybody calls the Cramos. Mm-hmm. And this is a uh, this is a an organization, uh, it it has full-time staff, but it also has a lot of volunteers who, who participate because, again, the focus is on mediation, resolving resolving crises, not um, punitively punishing people and stuff. So it's not about re- like arresting people. It's about like lowering the temperature of problems, fixing problems. So the, the Cramos often are really mainly do a lot of like EMT type stuff. Yeah, I actually volunteered like with them for three days, but they went in a different direction. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) And you hear on the scanner, you hear uh, one of the dispatch people say, hey, uh, unit three, you're closest. We got some problems down at the Quivic house up on Manitou Street. So uh, are are you there? And you hear like a, yeah, what do we got working on over there? And then you hear, yeah, it seems some folks have been, what is it? It says here entwined by... Christmas lights? I don't know. Sounds like maybe a gas leak or something, making people see things. I don't know what it is, but could you get over there? And Unit 3 responds, yeah, well, we'd be happy to. We're still dealing with that pile of bodies. Ranger (laughs) Long reported in the bear cave by the lake. Oh, my God. Yeah, we're- a bear cave? Well, that's what they think. Oh. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, so we're- uh, I, I hate to say it, we're still about knee deep in corpses over here trying to get them separated. <laughs> it's going to be a minute. Um, and you hear that. So it seems to you something odd is going on at the Quivic house up on Manitou Street. So I'm going to go over to my whiteboard and just erase with my elbow the thing that says, make sure to tell them about the dead bodies. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> it's been done. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to start walking there, but I'm going to double back and take some of those uh, stickers 
and put it in my monster hunting kit because I just know that Barb could be back here anytime. <laughs> of course. Yeah, your your lair is not safe from her anymore. Or your condo, for that matter. Are you contacting any of the kids? Yo, oh, yeah, I'm texting Crashly, of course. Crashly, you wake up. Uh, it is, I mean, I have to assume Crashly is asleep. It is 6 a.m. You get a text on your phone from Susan. Yeah, I'll, I'll go to Sue's, Mrs. Wexler. Okay, yeah, you get up. Your mom's gone. She left for her business trip. And she was, I mean, what was the rest of your night like with your mom? Oh, she made me watch Terms of Endearment with her. <laughs> and she did order a pizza, which was really cool because she doesn't usually, it had no cheese. She doesn't let me have dairy but at home, but um, <laughs> it was still pretty fun. And I got to have some orange soda. Great. But yeah, she cried a lot. Yeah. Now, here's the thing, Crashly, she tried to like connect with you. Mm -hmm. And so normally this would be a situation where uh, your emotional condition would be resolved. It just didn't work. Your mom just doesn't have like a really close relationship with you or anything. So like she was saying a lot of platitudes about like, you know, you're a, you're a cool kid and being like a lot of like, you know, you're just so, you know, I bet everybody loves you. Like I bet you're so popular at school and stuff. It's not hard for you. Like it was for me. Thanks, mom. Doing a lot of that, and it just yeah. just doesn't make it go anywhere. So you are still feeling insecure. Yeah, I am. And yeah, so you get the text from Susan, and then are you just walking to meet her, or? Yeah, I'm gonna walk. Yeah, yeah. so you two meet up. Susan, are you contacting anybody else, or having Crashly contact other people? Yeah, well, I'm just gonna text the kids and say Crashly knows what's happening. <laughs> Because I can't, I'm not great with, I got kind of a newer phone and I just, my, my thumb, I'm all thumbs. Great. So well, I'm in a ditch. <laughs> yeah. So this, oh, yeah. so this is the morning after. So, so Shamanda, what for you, did you just make your way home after that? After you woke up in the ditch? Um, I, I guess really the question I have, do you go home or do you, do you contact Adam? You know what I'm actually going to do is use my crawl Astrid and Adriana and have them be on Adam like white on rice. Okay. Yeah. So in, in terms of on him, like they're going to go to a, like interact with him or just watch him. They're going to watch him. Yeah. They're going to, they're like secret service for, um, for Adam Miller. Yeah. Now, let me, let me ask. So uh, do I know this or how does soul bond work exactly? Like, do I know everything that Shamanda does or is it like, you don't know everything, you know okay. where she is at gotcha. any point And if she is in danger, sweet. Cool. You just saw me hitchhike all the way home. Oh, I should have mm -hmm. helped her. I presume I've been unconscious this whole time. <laughs> yeah. And then you wake up. So you get home late. It's probably like 10 o'clock at night when you finally get home. I imagine you walk to a nearby payphone because you don't have a cell phone, if, if I remember correctly. No. And then called Adriana. She and Astrid came over, picked you up, and one of them drove your 73 Dodge back to your house, dropped you off, and then they went over to go watch Adam. And they were like, so do you want us to kick his ass? Is that oh, – do you want no, us to no, beat no, the no, shit no. out of this guy? No, because I feel like if you beat his ass, then I'll feel it. It's this whole soul bond connection thing we have. Totally. I completely understand what you're talking about. 
you guys know how I have that deal with the devil, and I'm kind of basically damned for <laughs> yeah, all of eternity. Of course we do. And Astrid's like, what do you think we are, dummies? We play softball. No. We're not idiots. No, no, no. You guys are the smartest people I know. Coolest people in this yeah. town. But I need you guys to just watch wow. him. Make sure he doesn't make a fool of himself. Make sure he doesn't like fall over, trip over his own shoelaces. It pisses in hats. He's, he's a very complicated <laughs> young man. But I, I just want you, you know, be the bubble wrap to him. Could you? Would you? Gotcha. We're we're on it. You want us to keep him safe. Exactly. We'll do. And Adriana says, do you still like him? <laughs> no, yeah, I do. <laughs> All right. Wow. I do. I just didn't know that love would be so involved and the commitment level is quite a bit, you know? Yeah. Well, if you, if you ever change your mind and you want us to beat his ass, let us know. I'll let you know. And Adriana and Astrid roll out and they, I guess... My question would be, Adam Miller, do you notice Adriana and Astrid lurking outside your house? Um, depend- I don't think so. I bet my mom's doting on me, so I'm probably like enjoying it a little bit. Yeah, you totally are. You you don't notice. Adriana and Astrid don't report anything to you, Shamanda, other than mm-hmm. what we all know, which is that he's having like a, a mommy-son night at home with his mom all night. Uh, and I you, just imagine them outside with their baseball bats in the distance and their varsity jackets on, like, any moment now. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're just getting ready. So the next morning, you get the text at 6 a.m., probably like 6.10 a.m., letting you know. Actually, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to scratch that. You wouldn't get it at 6 a.m. It wasn't on the scanner right at the morning. It was in the early morning. So it's like 8 or 9 in the morning. You get a text from Susan saying... Crashly knows and an address. Crashly knows what? That could literally mean anything. Gah. Uh, I roll over. Um, I go downstairs. I'm going to get a cup of coffee because I just feel I'm turning into this gruff, two-souled individual. Mm-hmm. And uh, I jump in the car and I drive off to the location. And you do have just the slightest moment when you're picking your outfit that some of your clothes you match and you realize you match your clothes based on how good they look to eat. Mm. Oh, I looks good enough to eat. Look, I could take a bite out of myself, Shamanda. <laughs> yeah, but, and you do look good. So you go on your way. So, Adam Miller, are you following the text? Are you going in? Um, I don't know how I'd get the text unless my mom got me a cell phone. Did you ask your mom to get you a cell phone? Oh, yeah. She did. Your mom got and you a cell phone. it's not just a cell phone. It's a razor. Woo! Wow. Yeah. That's going to overheat and burn your hand. Yeah. yeah. Your mom got you anything you wanted last night. Your mom got you. Oh, my gosh. Yes. We got. Oh, yeah. We got it all. We got Subway sandwiches. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. You got a Subway sandwich, a hat from Lids, and a Razor cell phone. You're the. You're the richest boy in Haverford, <laughs> Mystery County. That's my man. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you go on your way as well. I guess probably, Shamanda, what would have happened is Astrid gave you one of their burner phones mm. so that you could so they could keep in touch with you yeah. about Adam Miller. And so that's like how you got text messages. T-Mobile sidekick. Mm-hmm. I probably text everyone. I probably don't text Shamanda because I don't know about this phone, but I text Crashly, CHA, and... Uh, Miss Wexler saying, new phone, who dis? <laughs> <laughs> and I write back, who is this? That's what I'm saying. I, I write back. <laughs> I get really worried. And I just put it in my pocket. 
Yeah. Um, I write out my full name, my email, and the uh, and my address, and write save this to your phone. Adam, you go over to CEJ's room to let him know that uh, Susan contacted, and he's not there. Huh? Yeah. CEJ, I take a picture of his empty room and I send it to the group. I don't know. <laughs> CEJ's not in his room. And your mom walks by and she says, oh, yeah, he said he wanted to go pick some pants up from Old Navy. So he bladed over that way. Whoa. I thought it would be fine to give him some space. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll go look for him. Okay. It's, uh, Are you sure, honey? Yeah. Um, could I borrow the car? Of course. Yeah. You know, maybe we should look into getting a... Uh, yeah, I still have a little bit of... Yeah, maybe we should get into a second car, maybe. What? Yeah. No, I mean, we don't need to do that. But I mean, if we got a PT Cruiser, I'd use it. <laughs> <laughs> she tussles your head and she's like, I'll look into it. I'm just... It feels nice not having any secrets from each other. Yeah. And you're sure you don't... You don't judge me, right? I know it's a weird thing. I was just, I just wanted a son so bad and, and I got one and, um, and I'm really, I'm just really happy with, with the, the one that I got. I give her a hug. I'm like, I mean, if it weren't for your deal with the devil, I wouldn't be here. (laughs) And we're all thankful for that. You're the best. I love you, Adam. I love you, mom. Okay. Go, go on, go, go find your cousin. Mom, I gotta tell you, no more secrets. I'm going to go hunt a monster. Her face falls a little bit, and she's like, um... I'm a monster hunter. I, I've i hunted the goonch. I've hunted the gunch. I don't know what this is going to be, but I'm going to hunt it. Adam, are you sure that's a wise idea? I don't know what's wise anymore, but uh, this town needs a protector. You know? It's just, are you sure you should be hunting your own kind? Wow. Uh, it's... Ooh, your mama called you a monster. Wow. <laughs> uh, it's different. Uh, they're different than... Uh, they're causing havoc, Mom. Sure. Well, hey, listen, that's what other people think. And I I understand that that might be what you've been told, but the, I, I don't believe that. I, I think there's they're probably just scared just the way that you are. Right. You don't you don't do it on purpose. You don't no. you don't hurt people on purpose. No, 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 I don't. I, I just I have an urge to eat clothes and um, control minds. And um, I, yeah, no, it's. You're well, right. speaking of here, honey, and she comes over with a big, extra large hoodie. She's like, oh. "I got this for you, so you could stay nice and bundled up, okay?" Okay. And yes. you know, I don't, I don't know all of the details and stuff. I'm, I'm here to learn. But like, if you need me to get you something living for dinner, just let me no, know. No, no, mom, I'm not like that. I no, I just, I, I like, I like clothes. I, I eat clothes. Okay. <laughs> sure. Oh, okay. Well, I'll uh, I'll run by the Kmart and just buy some t-shirts. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Nothing with like big uh 
uh, you know, those stickers on it on the front. Like, I, if it's going to have like a design, make sure it's sewn into it. I can't, my stomach can't handle like a, a press on or anything like that. <laughs> okay. Or a graphic tee, no thanks. <laughs> okay. Okay, I, w- I will. We're going to cut over to, so Adam Miller leaves to do it. CEJ, you are with your friends and you guys make your way into the Old Navy. You guys walk in. It's it's a classic old navy. It's got everything there, and you see Brian Mosby there. Um, he he's a kid that went to your high school for a while. He is a weird kid. Everybody always kind of made fun of him, and I'm trying to remember what exactly it was that that was said about Brian Mosby when you referenced him before. I think it was just that he's lame and works at he's a total dweeb and he works at Old Navy. <laughs> so you see Brian Mosby there. And he goes, oh, hey, CEJ. Hey, good to see you. Welcome to Old Navy. Yeah, whatever, Brian. Um, I'm looking for some pants with my new pants. <laughs> and we all high five yeah. each other. Ha, high five. Tight. Bam. Where the nice. pants at? Yeah, Brian Mosby sees the other kids there and his face his face falls. He, he looks really uncomfortable and kind of nervous. And he's like, oh, sure. Yeah. Um, oh, Hey guys, uh, good to good to see you. I didn't know you were coming into the old navy. It's a bright guy. Um. Oh yeah, we run with CEJ now. Oh yeah, cool. Bri. Yeah, I thought I just thought you would be here for your shifts. Um, but I oh, guess you guys wait. You guys work here? Yeah, we uh, work yeah. here. Yeah. Until we met you. <laughs> I guess yeah, they got new to. assignments or something. Um. Okay, uh, well, um, yeah, the pants are over this way, bud. Um. Wait, Brian, uh-huh. one second. And I turn to he looks Jeremy, incredibly Cynthia, nervous. Joel, and I'm like, does this mean that you guys have discounts? <laughs> yeah, see, yeah. That oh, employee yeah. discount, baby, that's at least 20%. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Sounds like maybe Daddy's gonna be getting two pants. Hey, <laughs> yeah, it's nice. EJ. If you want any damaged pants, we can get you those for half off. What? Two legs, half off. Man. Then I don't have to scuff them and cut them up myself. Exactly. No, it's smart. Yeah, show me the damaged stuff, Brian. Yeah, Brian, okay. bring sure. them out. Yeah, Brian. Yeah. Guy. All right, you got yeah, it, Brian. Me. Guy, we'll see you in a second. Brian leads you the way over there. Uh, he shows you the pants. And the whole time, uh, so you're looking at pants and you're looking through, you pick out a pair, you go into the changing room to try them on. Your friends are outside like being like, woohoo, can't wait to see these new, uh, these hot new pants. Yeah. You get in and as soon as you shut the door, you turn around and Chet's there sort of floating in front of you. And he says, so EJ, we need to talk. Uh, that's always what you like. That's Can you say anything else? I could say a lot of things, but we we do need to talk. The reason I say it is because you never are willing to talk to me. Yeah, well, you haven't taken the hint yet, so fine. What do you want? Also, turn around because I'm trying on these pants. All right, I'll I'll try to turn around, but as I said before, I something about it, we're bonded in a way that I can't quite control fully. Uh, and he tries to turn around, and you can see like his head not turning while his body does, and then he <laughs> kind of like ghostly pulls his head around and it looks like truly horrific but he's getting his eyes off of you and he says we need to talk about our situation here okay 
I don't think you realize this because I, I don't know how you would. But I think there's something off about you. Pardon? Well, as I said before, you know, when you die, you, you get exposed to some new things. And, and CEJ, there's something different about you. All right. And I can feel things aren't the way they're supposed to be. All right. Um, what you did to me when you and then you just hear like a blank space in my chest, you know, and and you did that and I and I died. Uh, you weren't supposed to be able to do that. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <sighs> well, OK, something something. You did something that you weren't supposed to be able to do. Something horrible. And I and, and I understand it wasn't your intent, but it was done anyway. And it's causing some kind of problem. Okay, well, fix it, Chet, because uh, I got I my can. own problems right now. I don't know if you noticed, but I got four pairs of pants in here, and I can only pick two. <laughs> well, ne- definitely not that pair. That pair <laughs> that pair goes way too high up into your crotch. Hey, uh, see, well, I think EJ, that's who are you the talking look to in there? Um, just talking to myself in this sweet mirror. You guys want to see my pants with just me and no one else? Ow! Yeah, that's 100%. Come on with it. Yeah, okay, here guy. I go. Punch, chicka, punch, chicka, punch, and chicka, as you punch, come out, CEJ to do it, the door slams shut again, and Chet is there and holding it from the other side. And he looks as surprised as you that he was able to do that. And he's like, hey, you can't do that. You can't do that. Listen, you need to listen to me, okay? I don't. I don't like those kids you're hanging out with out there, okay? I don't You know what, Chet? As far as I can tell, you don't like any kids. You tried to kill the only other kids you met. Well, I didn't try to kill all of them. Listen, listen to me. Listen to me. And he like pulls himself and focuses. He's like, "You you're not listening to what I'm saying. Son, there is something big on this side, and it's looking for something. And I'm starting to think that it's you." Well, I'm starting to think that, and then I put my fingers up by my eyes like I'm using the force, and I go, time to go, chat, and I try to banish him. Okay, let's do this as a, hmm, let's see here. Yeah, you're trying to banish chat. This is just going to be a plus weird. Roll plus weird, CEJ. I got a six. Okay, you could use a luck if you want. No, I'm curious. Okay. <laughs> so, on a six, let's see. Can his friends help him? <laughs> <laughs> they can. They would need to be kind of wait, let in on what's going on. So, CEJ, if you want to try to get help from your new friends. Absolutely not. Them. Okay. <laughs> the last thing I want is for my new totally normal friends to get involved in any kind of monster nonsense because this is me turning over a brand new leaf and I'm not trying to make every group I'm a part of some kind of monster garbage. This is like Crashly and Adam and Shamanda's deal. This isn't CEJ's way of life. Hey, CEJ, where's the pants show, my man? (laughs) Great. So here's what happened, CEJ. So this is, again, this is pretty early in the morning. This is about, I would say it's like right when Old Navy opened up. It's honestly a little weird that these kids were were out and waiting for you, but they were. So it's like 7.30 in the morning, and you're there, and you try to banish Chet. And he feels it, and he's like, what? what? CJ, what are you, what are you doing? 
No, you can't. You, you can't do this. We're connected. You can't. No, no. And then he just explodes in light and oh crap, shadow, and you feel you feel like at the center of like a spiritual bomb. You like a blast ring goes out, but it is it is a of a psychic spiritual emanation that only you can feel. Yeah, and I go my eyes and then i try to recover by opening the door and like kind of pushing my way out and being like are blinded by the Whoa! awesomeness of these pants oh my god Whoa! dude are those even nice. damaged you can barely tell and see ej two things happen at that point one so chet is gone for now or maybe forever we you don't know you felt a tug when that blast went out, you felt it around. I, if I was to put it on the map, I would say around Manitou Street. You felt something w- almost like wake up or maybe return. It's hard to say. And I have a thought for a moment where I'm like, oh man, I should definitely tell Susan about this. And then mm-hmm. I quash it and I'm like, no, 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 no. I, that is not my problem. And all this means is I know absolutely for sure. What street I am not going to today. <laughs> the other thing is, as you uh, turn back, you open up the door to show off your your pants to your new friends. You look, and it's you. You can see you like you see their faces, and they're so excited and everything. And it is dead skin. It's moving. It's animated. It's everything. But you, somebody is wearing some some buddies is wearing these kids and and you can see it they don't know that you can see it you can and before like it's not anything that has changed externally but it's like your connection to the other world means like you know what's alive and you know what's dead and currently there is something alive wearing something dead but it it is like a like a glove over a hand it is very tight and there and so the watch it and your your three friends look at you coming out in the pants and in this dead puppet skin they all look at you and what do they say guys nice pants sick bro very cool we sick. love pants number Damaged 1 pants yeah. are still pants <laughs> i i quash all of hard denial <laughs> mode i quash everything i can and i bury it real deep and i just say so i'm getting them you say that cej about 20 minutes later, Susan, you hear on the scanner the notice that there is some occurrence taking place at Manitou Street. That's wow. where we'll end our session for today. No. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, no. Poor guy. <laughs> oh, CJ. Thanks so much for listening, Monster Hunters. If you enjoyed this, give us a rating on iTunes, like our new favorite person, Easy Eldle, who said, Funny, freaky, fantastic. The cast is uniformly hilarious. Wow, I think you're uniformly hilarious, Easy Eldle, and I don't mean that in an insulting way. I mean, I bet you're probably a funny person. Until next time, watch out for the goonch. Do you want a theme song to play every time you wake up? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, like an alarm. Yeah, that's yeah. true. It yeah. is an alarm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Do you love Star Wars but kind of wish you didn't? Then join us on the Expounded Universe podcast as we read through all the old Star Wars novels that took the galaxy far, far away that you know and love and turned it into a place where Han Solo can punch a giant otter and Luke Skywalker almost gets eaten by a giant gold-plated pillar of Dinty Moore beef stew. Did you like Princess Leia? Well, too bad! Now she's a space racist! Don't believe me? You'll just have to listen to find out on Expounded Universe.